The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, June 27th edition. Got a nine-game banger for you on a Monday. Hope you guys had a great week and lots of fun stuff. Avalanche won the NHL Stanley Cup. We had uh, Xander Schauffele with the W in golf. Uh, tons of baseball action, so so much fun going on around there. Check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick with your questions there. Or join us in the free fancy DJ's Discord to take care of your lineup needs as well. Give this podcast a rate and review on iTunes. I truly would appreciate it. Or check out the Fancy DJ's YouTube channel. Give it the old thumbs up. Would mean a ton. All right. Nine games. Let's check out the totals on this slate. We'll get you in and out nice and quick on quick hits. We got A's, Yankees, eight and a half. Red Sox, Jays, nine. Twins, Guardians, eight and a half. Marlins, Cardinals, eight. Rangers, Royals, eight and a half. Dodgers, Rockies, Coors, Fields, special at 12. White Sox, Angels, eight. Orioles, Mariners, seven and a half. So some fun totals there. A lot of eights and a half and nines. And then Coors Field. So you know the drill on that one. It's a good matchup. It's uh, Chad Cool versus Tyler Anderson. So that should be a fun one for sure. Let's talk about the pitching on this slate. And it's a slate you might not need to pay up for pitching on. So it'll be pretty fun. And we got to still find out who is pitching for Pittsburgh because they have every pitcher listed on DraftKings as I record at 12th or 9.15 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and I'm going to check out MLB.com real quick to see if they have anything for us. But I'm guessing that they don't. Yeah, it's still to be determined. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one because there could be some nice value potentially depending on who throws for Pittsburgh. We'll talk about the other pitchers on this slate. Um, you know, Pablo Lopez, 9100 bucks. He'd be my pay-up spot if you're going there. But St. Louis, not a team that usually strikes out a ton over the last month. They're striking at 21% of the time versus righties, which isn't bad. 256 average, 113 WRC+. plus. Pablo's been very good. So in tournaments, Pablo makes for a really good tournament play at 91. Not sure I'm going to run to play him, though. Like, he, you got to be really going out on a limb there with pa- uh, Pablo Lopez. We'll go super low owned on this slate. Something to go for there. But there's other options, especially to save some cash on this slate. Like Martin Perez, $8,900. People are not going to pay $8,900 for Martin Perez. But he's been pretty, pretty good. Um, six innings or more in four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of his last twelve starts. Basically, nineteen or more DK points 
in 10 of those 12 starts. So he's put up a pretty consistent floor. His worst outing of late was against the Chicago White Sox, which happens. But now he's going to be at Kansas City facing a Royals team that is uh, that uh, one second. Sorry, a Royals team that is striking out a whopping through 18 percent of the time versus left-handed pitchers over the past months. So they're doing a great job in that regard. They're hitting 248 with a 208 ISO and a 124 WRC plus. If you told me the Royals were hitting lefties that good, I would have called you a liar. So it's pretty impressive. That's why I like to look at these stats right now. I still don't buy it, but you got the likes of, you know, Hunter Dozier. Salvi's gone now. MJ Melendez is slumping a little bit. Uh, you got, uh, obviously, Hunter Dozier out there. Bobby Witt is a beast. Um, so I think Martin makes for a good tournament play. No one's going to pay 8900 bucks for him. That's for darn sure. Sunny grade 85 against Cleveland's interesting. They don't strike out a ton. And he faced him his last start. Four innings, three earned, four Ks. Didn't get the job done. I get it if you want to use Sunny Gray. Not one of my top options. I'd rather roll the dice on the ever-struggling Lucas Giolito at 8300 bucks at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Back-to-back negative point starts against Toronto and Houston. He only got you like 14 points against Texas and Tampa Bay. Got beat up by Toronto again. It's been a rough go for Lucas. We talked about it on the recent bench with Bubba. Bubba in the Bloom with Ryan Bloomfield. It's been very bad. The changeup has not been effective. and has really messed up everything else in Gilito's arsenal, but he is facing an Angels team that is striking out 28.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching this past month. Nearly 29% K rate. Almost a third of the Angels batters versus right-handed pitching are striking out. It's one of those, if Gio can't get it done now, I don't know what to tell you. And in fact, he's 8300 bucks. If Gio was pitching well, he'd be over 10K on this slate. He's $8,300 makes for a phenomenal tournament play. It's boomer bust the way he's pitching right now. He's pitching really, really bad. There's no sugarcoating it. If you're making like three or more lineups and you're going to use Giolito, make an angel stack. Zero problem with that at all because Gio's getting beat up. But I think Gio makes for a very fun tournament play at $8,300. Jomo, we have a, a mispriced player yet again, folks. He's coming off a rough run against Tampa Bay, but prior to that, nothing short of outstanding for Jomo. He's a quality start machine, 20-plus points. In uh, three of his last four starts, 17 or more in five straight prior to that last hiccup against Tampa Bay. And now you get one of the matchups you love seeing in all of sports called the Oakland Athletics, striking out 21% of the time versus lefties this past, past month, but hitting 207 with a 73 WRC+. plus. If you're playing cash games, you play Jomo. He makes for a great tournament play just because he brings such a great floor to tonight's action, and he's only $8,000. It's an absolute beaut. Uh, like I said, we're going to wait and see on the Pittsburgh situation because Washington's bats are kind of cold. They did put up six runs on Sunday, but it was Glen Otto coming off the IL. Not the most scary situation. Like JT Brubaker could be interesting if he makes a start. You have to kind of keep an eye on who plays in that one. Another great value on this slate outside of Jomo, George Kirby, 7100 bucks. Mispriced much, anybody? Put up He put up 26 against Oakland his last time out. Six or more Ks in back-to-back starts. The dude's been nothing short of awesome. We just saw... Um, Dylan C slice and dice the Baltimore offensive team striking out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And that's not with the 12 strikeouts versus Dylan C's updated yet on fangrass.com. So that might be up to like 25 something percent by the time this uh, comes out on Monday morning. So Baltimore strikes out a ton. We know this 220 average against 94 WRC plus George Kirby at 7,100 bucks is really, really solid. Uh, you got a couple other punts if you need to. Um, Tyler Wells would be one of the ones I would look at 6,200 bucks at Seattle. Wells has been very, very effective of late five or more. He's pitched in three straight starts or in four of his or five of his last six starts, two earned runs or less than all five of those starts, three earned runs or less than six straight starts 
strikeouts are starting a big thing for him. He's put up 15 or more points from three straight starts at 6,200 bucks. That's pretty darn good. He's going to face the Seattle Mariners. There could be some suspensions coming down there because they all played crazy brawl. This is another benefit to Geo if there are suspensions in Anaheim. They might appeal them on Monday, so they might not take effect just yet. So to keep in mind, Seattle striking out 22% of the time versus righty. So Wells is an okay punt if you want to. An even better punt in my mind is Chris Bubick at 6,100 bucks, who's coming off a 23-point performance, six innings, two and seven Ks against Anaheim. And most importantly, even if he's given up a couple of runs here and there, five or more Ks in three straight starts. That's what you're looking for on these pump plays. A guy that can get you hopefully five plus innings, get you at least a K per inning, and he'll usually more often than not get you double-digit points and pay off. That's what you're looking for with Chris Bubick, and he's got a really, really good matchup here against the Texas Rangers. A Texas team striking out 23.5% of the time versus lefties this past month. They do have a lot of thump, though. 238 ISO, 134 WRC+. And Bubik is known to give up the long ball. There's no sugarcoating that. But at 6100 bucks, there's definite tournament appeal in this one. So recapping things real quick. If you want to go Pablo, you can. I kind of like Martin Perez in tournaments a bit versus Kansas City, but Kansas City does thump uh, lefties. Kansas City and Texas, I like both their pitchers in this matchup because of the strikeout upside. Just the team's overall bad offenses but they're both hitting lefties very, very well of late too. So it could be good flip side plays with some bats. We'll have to kind of wait and see what lineups come out in this one. But I think Martin's very interesting. I love Geo. I'm going to sink with that ship. He's been horrible. I get it if you don't want to do it. Make an angel stack. I'm not going to argue that with you. But this is a matchup that like the way they're striking out, like I said, almost a third of the time they're striking out versus right on the pitching this past month. And it's it's been Geo's. It's just, it's just change up that leads to a bad fastball. It's just been bad right now. But 8300 bucks, I'll take the chance. Jomo, 8K, lock him in cash, play him in tournaments. No problem with that at all. George Kirby at 7. Like in cash, I have no problem going Jomo and Kirby and getting all the bats you want. Get all the bats you want. Zero problem with that at all. So Kirby at 71 is outstanding. And then your other punts would be um, Tyler Wells and Chris Bubik. I prefer Bubik over Wells. And like I said, let's wait and see who Pittsburgh's throwing out there because you might get some nice value with Pittsburgh because they are facing the Nats, a Nats team that – you know, if they're facing a right-handed pitcher, a Nats team striking out 20% of the time versus righties this past month with a 94 WRC+. plus. If they're facing a lefty, they're not striking out much at all, though, 16.5%. And they've hit a little bit of power against a lefty. So we'll have to wait and see how that one pans out for the Washington Nationals versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. All right, let's talk about the bats on this nine-game slate for you, the catcher's position here. Uh, Will Smith and Coors is 5500 bucks, Might be $1,000 too cheap. Started out there. Chad Cool. It's cool knowing you. Uh, Will Smith's expensive, though. Just got to throw that, but uh, I get it. If you want to go there, you can. Gary Sanchez in tournaments would be a great pivot because Tristan McKenzie got hit his last time out. 
not a big fan of Tristan. I don't like to pay that much for Gary Sanchez, which makes him a tournament play for sure. Um, MJ Melendez, I mentioned struggling, but he gets Martin Perez. If he's going to bounce back, this is the time. So I get it. But Alejandro Kirk at 41, really good value play. Went deep on Sunday, facing Seabold, uh, and then a lot of the Boston bullpen, which has been very mediocre this season. So Kirk at 41 is a very good look for you if you want to save a little bit of cash. If you want to save even more, if Elias Diaz gets to start for Colorado, he's 3,600 versus uh, Tyler Anderson. That's a good potential play for you. If you're fading George Kirby, Adley Rushman's 35, had a couple home runs last week. Maybe he's waking up. I'd rather have uh, Elias at 36 or save a couple bucks. If you want to fade Bubik, who gives up a lot of power, Mitch Garver's 3,200 bucks. Mitch Garver crushes left-handed pitching. So Garver at 32 would be a really good look. Jose Trevino at 31, not bad versus Blackburn. I prefer Garver, especially in tournaments at 32. Uh, if you're looking for another value play, Cal Raleigh's 2,900 bucks. You're looking for him to go deep. That's what he does. Otherwise, he strikes out a ton. Doesn't hit for average. It's strictly GBP with Cal Raleigh, but $2,900 for a guy that has potential to go deep. That's a good spot there versus Wells. And then the bad Baltimore defense, I mean, a bullpen, because the thing with Wells, he's been effective, but he only goes like five innings, usually maybe six. So you're going to get some, he'll get, Raleigh will get at least one, maybe two at bats versus the Baltimore bullpen, which will vote very well for his favor. So it's something to keep in mind as well. Then other than that, it depends on um, lineups. Like if Ryan Jeffers is in, he's 2400 bucks. That's a good value because he's been actually very, very effective. Like look at his deeper numbers. It's pretty crazy how good he is. He just doesn't play very often. But when he plays, plays very well. First base, if you do fade Geo, you better have Shohei in your lineup. He's first base outfit eligible at 6100 bucks. Definitely a play. You got Freeman and Coors at 58. At least, at least DraftKings priced the Dodgers accordingly. This is good because we've talked about it before. How many times that the opponents in Colorado, especially game one, not priced accordingly with Dodgers out the gate, very accordingly priced. It's good. This is a night to play if you are going to pay up at first base and you want to be contrarian. Anthony Rizzo's $5,700 versus Blackburn with the short porch in right field. Definitely a place to go to if you feel like getting frisky in a tournament. Got CJ Corona at 52. Not bad against Tyler Anderson for sure. But if you want to save some cash, Andrew Vaughn at 47 and Jose Abreu at 46. They're both first base only. Vaughn was first base outfield until today, basically. Um, so both really good plays versus Syndergaard, who's not good right now. Not good at all. It's the nicest way I can put it. Uh, depending on who's pitching for Pittsburgh, Josh Bell at 43 could be a potential value for you in that matchup, but I don't hate that one at all. Um, a few others. Jared Walsh at 35 versus Geo is outstanding price. That's a great price if you're fading Julio. That's a really, really good price. I like Alex Kirloff at 3100 bucks. He was first base outfield until today's first base only now. But Kirloff at 31, I'm a, just a big fan of his, and I'm going to continue to ride that train as long as I need to, because especially when he's cheap like this, just keep enjoying it as you go. A uh, decent value, Daniel Vogelbach, tournament only value because it's boomer bust, but he is 2500 bucks versus Eric Fede. That's a good spot there. He mashes right-handed pitching, and Fede, let's just be fair about it. Pitched okay last time, not a good pitcher. So if you want to take a value at 25 with Vogelbach, I like that one quite a bit. Second base position, you can go Trevor Story if you want, but I'd rather go to guys a little cheaper like Marcus Simeon at 5K. Uh, he's worth a, a stab in this one. Uh, cheaper options. If Glaber Torres makes lineup, he's 4,400 versus Blackburn. DJ LeMayo at 45. Like the Yankees versus Blackburn, it's a great spot, especially at a little cheaper than Coors Field and not Coors Field, which gets all the attention anyways. So you get a little bit of a discount there. Gavin Lux in Coors, 41, second base outfield. He's one of the first values we're seeing out of the Dodgers in Coors. So he'll probably be very popular, but is a good play at 4,200 bucks in that scenario. Then other than that, as you slide on down, you got to go below four or below three k, and there's really not a ton that I love. To be completely honest with you here, um, 
Diego Castillo, if you're going super deep on the pirate stack, which I'm just not. So, uh, yeah, really nothing down here at this point in time. Third base for you here, Devers versus Gossman, good tournament play. J-Ram versus Sonny Gray at 56 is a very good play because most people won't be looking at that Minnesota-Cleveland game, period, I don't think, so you can get a little bit of leverage in that situation. Uh, Eugenio Suarez is swinging a really good bat. He's 5,200 versus Wells. It's a very steep price tag on this slate, but uh, makes for like a 2% play potentially, so... Uh, keep him in mind. Brian Hayes at 44. If you are playing a little bit of Pittsburgh or Fetty, mention Vogelbach. Don't mind Hayes. We'll have some outfielders like usual. O'Neill Cruz and company. So Pittsburgh's in play 100%. I'm just not going to – I don't really feel like breaking the bank, but I get it. If they're going to go off at all, ever, it's against a guy like Eric Fetty. So keep that in mind. But Jake Berger at 42. I, I love the price tag on him for the upside he brings to the table for you. Matt Chapman makes for a really good tournament play at 36 for Seabold. Um, super boomer bust guy, but he's been uh, hitting some home runs of late and at least get you double digit points. So keep an eye on Matty Chapman at 36 hundo for some savings in that matchup. Josh Smith of Texas is only 2200 bucks. He can get on base and steal some bags, not a ton of power, but if he gets on, steals a bag or two, scores a run or two, he'll pay off 2200 bucks in a big, big way. So if you think Bubik struggles, Josh Smith is a good look. Shortstop, we got Trey Turner and Coors at 6K. Don't have to explain much more there. Got Timmy Anderson's a great play. Carlos Correa has been outstanding since coming off the COVID aisle at 5,500 bucks. And on this slate, he'll be virtually unowned because of Timmy Anderson and Trey Turner above him. And then Bobby Witt at 5,300 bucks below him. Those will be your payup spots, and they're great payup spots. Another guy similar to Correa that might get overlooked on this slate, Boba Shed is 5,100. So shortstop, as usual, very top heavy, but some really good looks up here. O'Neill Cruz is up to 3,800 bucks. It's still a phenomenal price. That's cash game viable. That's definitely a tournament viable play going up against Eric Fede. So O'Neill Cruz at 38. That is a very, very good look for you. This one, a few others. Uh, Nick Gordon is playing very well, stealing bags, hitting for some pop. Should play a lot with Trevor Larnock on the IL. He's outfield shortstop eligible for Minnesota. He's 2,500. That is a good value at either outfield or shortstop. I kind of prefer the value on shortstop with as much payup as there is. But if you're going to pay up a short and you look for another value, Nick Gordon in the outfield at 25 is not too shabby either. Speaking of the outfield, you got Trout, you got Buxton, and you got Geo and Judge, all above 6K, all phenomenal plays, like really good plays. But uh, 6K and above for non-cures, intriguing. Um, going cheaper, though, I do like the likes of like uh, T. Oscar, potentially he's been struggling, but 5,300 bucks, not many will play him there. You got Giancarlo, who went deep on Sunday at 5K. Taylor Ward, if you're stacking against Gio at 49, is a stack for sure. Uh, Springer at 48 is a good Toronto value because most Toronto's priced up tonight, so that's kind of a discount, surprisingly. Of all players, uh, Chris Taylor and Coors is only 4,300. Bellinger's only 44. Those will be popular plays. If you want to stick with some more Pittsburgh fun, Brian Reynolds is 4,500 bucks for Fede. Uh, he would be guy up in the Madras of Pittsburgh. I mentioned him last week. He is continuing to rake right now. Uh, Bly, I believe it's by B L I G H. I don't know the proper pronunciation, but I even wrote him up for Fantasy Pros for Monday's article that they usually tweet out Tuesday. Um, he's been playing great. Really good ball. Th- 4K. I was talking about him last week, like mid twos. But he, he's another good look for you if you're going that route. Um, Nelson Cruz is kind of heating up. So see if a lefty's on the bump for Pittsburgh. Nelly at 38 could be an interesting play. Jesse Winker's heating up a ton. Good chance he's going to get suspended, though. So if he's in at 38, it's a really good value. But don't plan on it. Um, some other ones for you here. Uh, Trey Boo Boo, I love him. But I, I love Kirby tonight. So I'll probably be fading there. Edward Olivares for Kansas City at 3300 bucks, a great value. I like that one a lot when you're talking value. Oscar Gonzalez of Cleveland's only 31 That's a good value as well. Um, 
Hunter Dozier could be a tournament play at 31 if you need to, but only if you're stacking Kansas City. He's not like a one-off play at all. I'd rather one-off Edward Olivares than Hunter Dozier, but they're both interesting. Jack Sawinski in tournaments is 2900 bucks for Pittsburgh. He is another guy. Like I say I don't want to stack Pittsburgh, but there's, again, if you're going to attack any, at any time, it's against Fede. So if you're going to do it, tonight's the night. Uh, below 3K, Nick Gordon, I mentioned at 25. If you are fading Montgomery, Chad Pender versus lefty, you guys know the drill at 25. You got Aaron Hicks versus Blackburn at 25. is not too shabby either. I can get behind that for some value. And other than that, you have to check lineups. There's not a ton down here. They actually are starting to price guys up for now, which is great to see. And you'll have an occasional guy slip through, but for the most part, they're doing an okay job. Okay, we're going to say okay job at pricing. All right, let's talk pitchers recapping real quick here. If you're going to pay up, Pablo's okay. I think Martin Perez at 89 is very intriguing. Otherwise, I'll take my Geo chances at 83. Jomo's a cash and tournament played 8K. Uh, love Kirby at 71 in cash. I just go Jomo and Kirby personally, save some, save some money. And then Tyler Wells can be a punt, and Chris Bubik goes punt as well. I like Bubik over Wells if I have to pick one of the two. If you're stacking things up, Pittsburgh versus Fede, talked about that enough. Yankees versus um, Blackburn is in play for you as well. I think Boston or Toronto versus Seabold is very interesting in their matchup there up in, up in Toronto. Uh, Minnesota Cleveland, most won't play there. There could be some serious appeal in that game. Um, Texas, Kansas City, depends, <laughs> depends. But yeah, Coors Field for sure. Angels, if you don't like Geo, but I think the White Sox for Cinder Guard's very live, very live. And then um, Seattle could be in play. Too. So you can make arguments for a lot. That's why we talked about the totals earlier. Very, very intriguing. But I have to like narrow it down right now, which could easily change with lineups and more news. I think Pittsburgh, Coors Field, um, White Sox would be my main focuses, and then Yankees. That's where I'd be kind of focusing right now. We'll have to wait and see how things play out as Monday goes along. But that'll do it, folks. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick or join us in the free Fantasy DGens Discord. We'll help you out there. Give the podcast a rate review on iTunes. I'd appreciate it a ton. And if you're watching it on the YouTube, give it the old thumbs up and the like. That would help us out a lot as well. But good luck on your Monday, everybody. We'll be recording the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast this week for the John Deere. Got some more Bench with Bubbles coming for you and obviously more MLB DFS quick hits. But for now, MLB DFS quick hits your Monday. June 27th edition in the books. Catch y'all later.